I kind of got to an age where I felt like my, my parents should have had the talk with me by now. So I actually approached my dad about it and I was like, Hey dad. So I think like <laughs> it's time <laughs> you should, you, down. you should give dad, me the talk. Give me the talk. <laughs> it was foreshadowing. Yeah, I guess so. But I remember we were sitting out on the front porch in the summer in Iowa and like had popsicles cause it was super hot in the middle of the day. And he's sitting there. He's like, huh? Well, well, a penis is sort of like this popsicle. Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> He's teaching you how Seriously? to give blowjobs at the same time. If you're happy with the same old ways of dating, if you enjoy sucking at communication, and you have no desire to improve your romantic life, then our podcast might not be for you. But if you want some out of the box ideas to deepen your current relationships, broaden your sexual horizons, develop a better understanding of yourself, or learn more about non monogamy, then you've come to the right place. I'm Jace. I'm Emily. And I'm Dedeker. And this is the Multi-Amory Podcast. On this episode of the Multi-Amory Podcast, we're having sex talk with sex talk with my mom. No, well, I don't even, maybe that's a good title. Sex yeah. Talk with Your Mom. That's a good title. Sex Talk with Cam's Mom. Sex yeah. Talk with Cam's Mom. You're exactly. Right. With Cam and his mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So on this episode, we have uh, Cam and Karen Lee, the two hosts of the Sex Talk with My Mom podcast, uh, which is also, I guess, a YouTube show, and they're on Instagram. And they are a mother and son duo who do a show where they talk very candidly and very intimately about sex. Um, and I ran into the two of them a few months ago at Patreon, and we've kind of stayed in touch since then and talked about doing an episode together. And so it's exciting that finally all of our schedules, well, almost <laughs> all of our Dedeker, of course, yeah, almost all of our schedules lined up. Dedeker, unfortunately is not with us for this episode, um, because she is visiting family and mm -hmm. spending some time with one of her partners. Yeah. Um, but Good for her. we're very excited for this. Um, so these two, they've been on uh, Tosh.0 and the Today Show, and they've been featured as a top sex podcast in places like Esquire, Huffington Post, Pop Sugar, LA Mag, and most illustrious of all, of course, is the Multi-Amory podcast. Oh, absolutely. Which, which they're about to be on right now. Yes, indeed. <laughs> uh, yeah, in this episode, we kind of covered all sorts of stuff from kind of how we feel like things are changing with the way people talk about sex to why it's important to be able to have those conversations as well as like how it changes your relationships. Yeah. Yeah. It's very fun. Yeah. They're awesome. Yeah. It was a great one. And, uh, let's get into it now. Wonderful. All right. So welcome to the show. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah, we're, we're so glad to, to have you on. Um, so from what I have read and from what we have listened to of your show, you started it because you kind of wanted to get rid of the stigma surrounding sex and surrounding like talking about sex with your parents, which is really awesome, by the way. Thank you. Um, but can you talk a little bit more about that and about like your show's origins? Absolutely. Uh, we have we have the whole story. It's a but whole spiel. I yeah. want to say one thing. There was like a there was a moment when I was in college, mm -hmm. and we my mom and I never talked about weed growing up. It was okay. like don't mm -hmm. do drugs. And I was like, okay, I will never do drugs. <laughs> Fine, right. never. And so yeah. obviously in college, I'm experimenting with weed, and my friends like, oh, why don't you just tell your like? I just told my mom I got this weed, uh, and I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you told your mom that you got this oh my weed? Gosh. Yeah. And I was like, and he's like, yeah. What's the big deal? And I was like, what is the big deal? 
and right. that changed everything. Then I I think eventually uh, I started talking about drugs with you, but. And now you guys get high all the time together? Well, now she's the... a, a big pothead. Okay. Well, you live in California. Have you always lived... No, you lived in Chicago, in right? Chicago. Yeah. I was not a big pothead, but I smoked weed since, like, I want to say 1976. I don't yeah. know. Somewhere in that time 1976. Period. There yeah. you go. That's yeah. a, it's, I've been smoking weed a long time, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, that, so that's kind of the effect. That, that moment of you're like, wait, why can't I talk about that? Mm. That's the kind of effect we're hoping to make with this show. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, But it, it was a long journey to get us to, to that point. Yeah, also. it wasn't weed talk with my mom. No, it was not weed talk with my <laughs> no, mom. No, but have sex. you considered that spinoff show? No, there Are you go. Yeah, don't pushing. even get him started, okay? He's going to like create a... I'm always yeah. like spinoff show, spinoff show. Yeah. She literally spin-off. has been pushing me on a weekly basis. Oh, you need to make a whole weed network. <laughs> oh my goodness. Just in a weed network. That's yes. awesome. Right, yeah. right. But no, the truth is that um, we're all... I, he has an older sister and a, and a younger brother, so... You're the middle, the middle child. child. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Middle child syndrome. Yeah. yeah. Galore. <laughs> And uh, so why don't you go ahead and... So, okay, so we were very open about sex growing up. Obviously, she's a very liberal woman. There you mm-hmm. go. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Obviously. And, and then when when I was 17, we a very tr- tragic event took place. My father was murdered, and mm. that flipped our worlds upside down. Of course, yeah. yeah. And, it, and it really brought us much closer because, you know, we had to rely on each other for emotional support to get through this. Um, and I also didn't have anyone else to talk about sex with in mm-hmm. terms of a parental figure. So I op- often went to her, mm-hmm. even though I think even prior to his death, I would have gone to you as opposed to him. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, this is all to say it, and it ended up opening up this conversation between us. And at the same time, you just started dating again. Yeah. So about, mm. you know, six months, eight months after my husband passed away, I was like, you know what? I'm still alive. I'm going to go on date again. So I, uh, Started going out into the, the singles world and uh, some fun, funny stuff happened, some scary stuff happened. And I'm like, I need to get some more information. So I started looking online on YouTube. There was nothing like for a 47-year-old really? woman who was yeah. going out in the world again. So I'm like, oh, great. I'm going to provide that service. So I started my YouTube channel. Uh, it was called Love Encore at the time. And now it's called Karen Lee Love. So that was in 2012. And I thought I'm going to get all these women and we're going to have a big community and we're going to go out and like teach everybody what to do. And I got like a hundred views a month. And it's because my, the yeah, people right. my age don't even know how to talk about YouTube. What YouTube is. Yeah. <laughs> but the, I'll tell you who did know, horny dudes that are 18 to 35 years old. Oh my goodness. Wanting right. to know what it's like to be a cougar. And then I started. Basically how to fuck her. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or, yeah. Sure. Or how yeah. To meet other older women mm. or learn mm. sex tips. So I started like an interviewing porn stars. And the next thing I know, uh, I, I, uh, well, I did some videos with them about oral sex tips or, uh, I ended up writing a book called the Cougar's Guide to Getting Your Ass Back Out There. Wow. Uh, that was mainly for women again, trying to help the women. And, right. uh, so then Cam, you take over from here. Well, uh, this is while I was at college. Okay. And, and so I would come home 
and slowly things were changing. So like I right. went into my bedroom and th- you know, there's a new chaise lounge in the bedroom. <laughs> You're like, what is this? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, that's a nice little like lounge that I'd like to lounge on. And then I noticed there's a camera four feet from it oh. pointed directly at it. I'm like, right. did you set up a porn studio <laughs> in my bedroom? What's happening here? Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then, you know, she did, I mean, she was coming out with these videos that were titled like, Porn stars tips on penis size, right? And I was Very like, popular what? by the way. Yeah, my friends were awesome. sending this to me. I'm like, please don't. You know, yeah. just like keep <laughs> this to yourself. Man, you were doing your own research too. This literally, yeah. Happened. One time, I did. I was looking for oral sex tips, and I was and suggested like, one of her videos. It. I guess I should watch no, it. That's, <laughs> yeah. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. Just pause for a moment. <laughs> I just want to get a like real picture of this. <laughs> So like you're looking for sex tips for yourself. Yes. And, and your mom's there, video comes the, up. Yes. Is it yes. suggested wow. videos? Yeah. Was it helpful? <laughs> I did not watch. <laughs> yes. Honestly, no. I, was, I was like, whoa, whoa, this is not well, I want to be learning oral sex tips from. Yeah. I don't know where this is going to go. Oh, man. But let's just yeah. leave it at that. <laughs> uh, and then eventually she came out with this book called A Cougar's Guide to Getting Your Ass Back Out There, yeah. right. which I thought was hilarious. And I decided to start using it in my stand-up comedy. There you go. Wow. Yeah, and I was selling sense. the book. Right. I was acting oh my out gosh. passages from the book. I'm, I'm going to give you a copy as a... Oh, literally. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. That's nice. awesome. And then uh, eventually we were like, well, we're using the same source material. We should like work together. And we created this podcast from that. Nice. And how long ago did you start the podcast again? Four years ago. Four years. Okay. Yeah. Got so they've four basically years. Been- Doing it as long as we have. Yeah, almost. Yeah. 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 And it just revving up. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Have you brought any parent onto your show? No, but we've we've talked about it. (laughs) I just randomly had a shower thought the other day of like doing a guest episode where each of our moms like did an episode in oh, our, yeah. in our stead. So not even like oh, with them, wow. but just like you do one as just us. They do oh it, my of. God. And that, I don't know what would happen. And we there. were all like instantly thought it was hilarious and also terrifying at the same time. Yeah. So, why, why would know. it be terrifying? Well, my mom's like really intense and Dedeker's mom is like really woo woo and your mom is like very sweet. And so it would be interesting. I don't I just know. Don't know. I just don't know how. Maybe, yeah. maybe it'd be awesome. I maybe. don't know. We, I, I mean, know. we can set them free and see what happens, but I bet it yeah. would just be like episodes. silence. Yeah, I know right. that might happen too. So, oh my goodness. Well, who, would it, awesome. who would be the most uncomfortable to talk about sex with of the parents? That's a of, great question. Of, of our parents? Of our parents? Yeah. I don't know. See, that's the thing. Like I've actually had a similar trajectory with my mom to what it sounds Mm. like you two have had where that was growing up is just not something you talk about Mm. to now. Like we can be more matter of fact about it. Um, And, you know, and sometimes she'll come to me for advice, not about like how to do it, but more about (laughs) because God, um, but, you know, more about just like I need someone to talk to about this thing about like when she was dating or stuff like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. She actually just got married um, like oh, a few wow. weeks again. ago. Yeah. So cool. again. Um, but so she's off the market. Sorry, everybody. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, and I mean, obviously, like now the two of you are really in 
into talking about sex with one another and do you actually into it but you do do it into it is not the into it makes it sound like we're getting turned on no I mean I yeah sorry I guess I mean like you just are used to doing it yes Yes. very comfortable exactly it doesn't shock us sometimes in the beginning it was like oh my god I I mean the goal was to make it a comedy show yeah Yeah. it was not necessarily to open the conversation about sex yeah it's still a comedy show interesting yeah I just thought it'd be funny to talk about sex with my mom yeah but do you feel like it is funny to talk about sex with you i mean of course (laughs) i can imagine we're never you never know especially if he describes his dates you know yeah right yeah yeah we've listened to some of those yeah exactly (laughs) bring the dates on and then it's it's like right deconstructed Mm -hmm. yeah like yeah. break it down. Bit yeah, by bit. we do a little debriefs in front of me, and it's it, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Yeah, that's really really interesting. We always have fun. But so so, how has that changed then over the four years? Like, have you found that it's become something more than just that it's funny to talk about sex with my mom? Yes. So yeah, how yeah, what yeah. Is, what has that change been? Because that I think that's really interesting. Yeah. Well, I think inherent to you guys must experience this just by talking about sex you become sex educators mm-hmm. sure i didn't yeah. know sex shit about- relationships all of that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. because yeah. no one's talking about it yeah right and so by talking about it in a public forum people start listening they're like oh maybe they maybe i should try that maybe maybe that's the way that this relationship should go and i'm like i don't fucking know i, I got I, like i, I barely <laughs> yeah. have sex I, yeah <laughs> this was supposed to make people laugh you shouldn't be taking my word for this i used to give him so much shit about not having enough casual sex yeah. Uh-huh. And so then, you know, over the four years, we've interviewed experts. We've become sure. more, you know. He has definitely learned more about vibrators than I know. It's oh, well, there you go. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And That's I, great. I know a lot. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> yes. I can imagine. <laughs> well, she knows a lot. <laughs> yes. Exactly. I can imagine. By yeah. merit of just what you are talking about on a weekly basis. Yeah. So, yeah, of course. And so, yeah, we did learn much more about sex. And I think we also became much more comfortable talking about it. Like the first few episodes were really fucking uncomfortable. Really? Despite having this I'm open I'm sure they were hilarious already. though. Like <laughs> it, but that uncomfortability was yeah. probably hilarious in and of itself. Yeah. But yeah, now I mean, it, now it must be slightly different just because that comfort is there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, now we have to push in different ways that we're like... But right. we, you know, it was you who said that the more uncomfortable the conversation gets, the, you end up becoming comfortable. Right. And, and I think that's the key. And, and, and it's helped in all of our, my relationship with my friends. Yeah. You know, and it causes me to like push a little more, even with new people that I meet. I'm like, well, why would you talk about small talk? Why don't we just go right to the meat of the matter? <laughs> that's really interesting. Yeah. yeah. And I got my friends that are all turning into grandmas. Hopefully I'll be a grandma one day too. But they're talking about like, let me talk, tell you about my granddaughter's ballet recital. And I'm like, this is boring. <laughs> <laughs> not what I want to be discussing. Oh my I don't want to see any more pictures or videos of your grandkids. I'm sorry. It's boring. Yeah. Right. Uh, who knows what I'll become, but I guarantee I'll still have more to talk about. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you was it uncomfortable for you guys to start opening up the conversation about sex and relationships, or was it just like pretty easy from the start? And I think, yeah, I think it was, it was fairly easy, but our like preconceived notions of what type of relationship we were in what that looked like and then how we were presenting it to the world in a lot of ways just like because i think especially in polyamory for instance uh in the early days often it's like well we we you know are this enlightened thing because we know how to do this relationship structure and therefore like 
we're cooler than everyone else. Mm. And to a degree, like that is totally changed. Like it's harder for, we, we realize even more and more now, like how much we don't know what the hell it, relationships are about and that we're on the journey just like everyone else. That's wow. very so, you to say. Well, I mean, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. If I can get all like deep on us for a moment, I remember go a, there. a friend of mine in college, his dad was a pastor and I remember talking to his dad one day because his dad had been divorced and, um, you know, wasn't, wasn't together with, um, my friend's mom anymore. And just kind of being like, how do you do that? Like I asked him, I was like, how, how is that being a pastor and feeling like everyone's looking to you to like do everything mm, right? Yeah. Mm. Not perfect. Yeah. And, and his answer to me, he was like the job of, of a pastor or someone like that isn't to do everything right. It's to do the same thing as everyone else, but to do it in front of everybody. And I was like, oh wow! It, like, still oh, gets that. me goosebumps. Yeah, that's yeah. great. So yeah. yeah, it's like it's just about to be on display. And to yeah. know that he's human. Yeah, yeah, to be willing to do that in front of people so they can hopefully learn from you. Ooh. Maybe he does it on purpose. Let me let me try all these different relationships for, for the sake of the, the, the synagogue or the church. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Oh my yeah, goodness. Well, kind of with that, I mean, it. I'm assuming throughout the course of this, you two have been in relationships with people. Do you think that that bleeds into just it, you know you talking about sex on a weekly basis? Do you think that that kind of bleeds into your relationships, into your knowledge of sex? Of relationships totally. of anything, oh, yeah. yeah, it's it definitely bleeds. It's a it's a, ble- <laughs> it's it's a, a bloodbath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Woo, yeah. Well, as far as I'm concerned, I yeah. have an 11 year relationship with a man. Oh wow! And we live together, and you know, inevitably, it, it whatever I'm discussing ends up being talked about with the two, you know, in the two of us. So mm-hmm. it's definitely helped me in a more become more open minded about sex with him and things that you know i'd like to try because we've talked to so many different people and uh yeah i think it's, it's definitely like where i used to be like i would never do this this or this now i'm like mm, i don't know maybe we would you know it's just it's a, like you kind of become more open to become, new things or, or like like mentally i'm you know like i said i'm not the grandma i'm open-minded uh-huh. but yeah i mean i haven't really done the craziest stuff i'm kind of vanilla especially you know with your lifestyle <laughs> But I think we are definitely trying more stuff and more mm-hmm. open to more stuff than we've ever been. And probably we'll be continuing that on that route. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Hmm. I didn't know that you were experimenting like that. Well, I'm not, I mean, I didn't go into exactly what I said. I, okay. You can I just extrapolate didn't even, that any way you want. I, I extrapolated. Like, you, went down, <laughs> you went down some sort of perverse road. I don't know what you think is happening I just, uh, you here. Never, what do you think I'm doing? I don't know. I don't know. We'll get on. You do know some We'll of talk stuff. about that on our show, I guess. You do know a little bit of the stuff. I mean, okay. one of my really good friends is a porn star. Yeah. And she is in a, um, a relationship with a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's always trying to get me to experiment and stuff. So I went in, the, in one of our episodes, I went to, um, the Korean spa with them. Mm. It was quite an experience. I yeah. didn't, didn't go down into having any kind of sex, but it was just definitely more intimate than I've ever experienced with women before. Interesting. Wow. I, mean, yeah. I love the Korean spa. I love the Korean it's spa. Nice. So go, you got to go with my best. friend and you'll see yeah, what I'm I, talking about. Yeah. yeah. 
Interesting. Oh my yeah. goodness. Well, and how about for you? For me, so the the question is, well, just say how, in your relationships, if you've had relationships or even just like dating or anything, has do you think what you've talked about on the show is kind of bled into that for yes, lack yes, of a yes, better yes. term? Yeah. Yes. Yes. yes, because of the show for the bit. Yeah. I. Oh my god. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, my whole life has changed because of this. I can imagine. Yeah, uh, yeah it would push. I'm pushed to have ex- new experiences mm-hmm. because I'm like, okay, well, I need some content to talk about. Uh, I'm like, do it for the bit. And there I think, you go. Uh-huh. <laughs> I also think, you know, for my own personal curiosity, you know, I, I, I by having these conversations, I'm mm-hmm. open to all these different worlds that I would never have considered before. Yeah. So it it's definitely helps in that way. With regard to my relationships and dating. Uh, it does make it more challenging at times because I'm like, okay, I have to have the conversation with them before I bring it out to the podcast. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And make sure that they're cool with me sharing this. And sometimes you don't think that for me, there were like many times where I was like, Oh, this is just an experience that just reflects my internal state. It doesn't really affect them. And like someone who I just kind of casually saw could have been like, no, that's a, you revealed way too much about my life and doing so. Even though I kept them anonymous. Yeah. Right. And and then I would have to take down the episode. It was like a oh, whole wow. learning experience. Oh my goodness. Like, yeah. 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 Because everyone I no, we like I think consent is a big thing yeah. on the show. Like yeah. making sure that everything is okay. Our show also is a little bit less about our own like personal experiences and kind of more about you know, like Petty the concepts ideas. or the, yeah. the like things that we're learning about or, or research or it's more like topic based rather yeah. than. Uh, and so I get that. That would be a lot more complicated. It does. Uh, yeah, it's it's complicated. really complicated. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then sometimes we bring, like she was mentioning, we bring the person. Yeah. Onto I the wanted show to ask about that. That must be really interesting. It's wild. Yeah. yeah. I mean, kind of, I kind of maybe a- what you were alluding to earlier, how you guys all had different perspectives mm-hmm. on what poly means and where, you know, what mm-hmm. that would mean for your relationship. Yeah. I, you know, sex is such a, th- uh, an act that no one talks about and ha- holds so differently in their minds. Yeah. Right. So I was have, being intimate with someone and they were having such a vastly different experience. Oh, you could not than believe yeah. the differences. Interesting. Yeah. Because, well, meaning because you talked about it after the fact yes. and then you were able to be like, wait, what? Yes. That's what she, was happening to you during was, this? She wow. was like, wait, what? Oh my goodness. <laughs> and, wow. and typically, you just don't have those conversations. No. Especially if it's casual. You're like, right. okay, yeah. well, that was a fun experience for me. Right. You seem to have a fun experience. Yeah. We're not going to go into details about how right. was sure. that stroke, like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what did that stroke mean to you? You know, and this kind yeah. of it's like a full-blown doors wow. are open. Have you done that multiple times on multiple the times. podcast? Even, yeah. Even had... light, light-hearted ones. Like one of the ones we did initially, she, uh, she just, um, we, have, we had our 200th anniversary. So we asked mm-hmm. um, our guests to send in little, little bit of videos about their experience on the show. And one of them said that open, that honesty that she had, Discussing the date after the day, where she kind of ghosted Cam or friend zoned friend zoned Cam, uh-huh. yeah. made her it changed like her viewpoint about things and made wow. her much more honest in in her relationship that she has currently. After that one little wow. episode, yeah, so. and that's great. That's cool. Yeah, Whereas but we, I mean, it was pretty interesting because we yeah. hadn't established whether we were dating or not. And then she came on the show and she's like, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. This is a, oh, okay. a friend thing. It was a, you know, a one-time like, thing, yeah. What the hell? I thought that this oh, was a wow. this so was that a happened date. on the show. Oh, my on God. the show. Oh, the, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and I was sitting there. Right. Yeah. It, like to make matters worse. Oh, my god. It would have been bad enough on my own. Wow. Oh, that's fascinating. 
Yeah. Oh my goodness. gosh. No, that is really, that's an interesting thing. Cause yeah, that's something that we don't do on our show. Like we don't do that kind of like, let's sit and talk about a specific relationship or, you know, this one specific thing that happened well, we'll to me. We'll get there. Huh? So <laughs> that's, that's interesting. Yeah. You're going to get yeah. there. You're well, going to come on our yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was it a conscious decision to, to exclude some personal details like that or? It's a good question. I think it, to a degree, I mean, it comes up from time to time. Absolutely. But we do talk about like just concepts of like, okay, today we're going to, I don't know, talk about uh, it, cheating. Like, is it possible to cheat in a polyamorous relationship? And yeah, we do say like, okay, I remember a time when X, Y, and Z occurred, mm-hmm. but um, we keep it more, I think, in the past, we don't necessarily talk about the too. relationships yeah. that are happening right. like right at that specific moment. This is how you approach mom. Yeah, that, that's how I approach it. Yeah. I keep it in the, you know, like even if it's the, I talk a lot about my experiences when I was dating. Sure. Uh, right after the death. So mm-hmm. yeah. that, that stuff was obviously many years ago. So it doesn't really, like, I don't know if I could have actually talked about that right away at the time. Like sure. you know, the stuff that, I mean, it's like scary what I put myself in, you know? Yes. Yeah. 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 I'm yeah, kind think, of interested to hear some of those stories, oh, but yeah, got some good stories. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I think we've had a little bit of a similar thing of like talking about things from the past rather than you know something that we're in the middle of right yeah. now. Kind of after, not from a sense even of like can't talk about it or don't want to, but more like I don't know what I've learned from that yet mm. while I'm in the middle of it. That's a really good point. Too. I think there's yeah. like a different value to it. Like yeah. When to like show yeah. like this is how I am right now in the middle versus kind of being well, able to look to back. Perspective. Yeah. Yeah. When you're in yeah. the middle of it. Yeah. But we have actually, I think in more recent years, um, tried to open up a little bit more about mm-hmm. what, what we go through currently and have gone through just in general. Cause we have found that people do appreciate that. Mm-hmm. of kind of getting that. It's like probably their favorite part of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. This is probably I think some yeah. of the pastor, yeah. you know, being on display. Right. There you go. Right. Oh, no. Yeah. Bring it right back there. Kate. No, yeah. I like it. That's, That's it. Yeah. Totally. So we have tried to kind of bring in more of that, I guess of, yeah. of kind of, especially when it comes to things like insecurities or challenges that we still have. Mm-hmm. Cause I think it's, it's really easy to look at, someone to look at a, a pastor, I guess, mm. uh, you know, or to look at someone on a podcast and assume they've got their shit figured out all the time. Right. Cause they're and, talking. Right. <laughs> yeah. Cause well, they're talking in front of people. Say, right. I don't. <laughs> yeah. I've got the least shit figured out. Is that a word? Least shit figured least out? Shit. Yeah. 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 Brilliant. Loved it. Loved yeah. it. Yeah. I, the other, there's one danger, which is that, you know, at least in my experience talking about this, it's like, if if they hear that I've spoken about on the podcast, it inherently changes the our relationship. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that makes sense. It's yeah. kind of, I often talk about that observed particle theory of like a, a particle. You know, you guys know this thing. That, I mean, tell us, tell okay. it to us, <laughs> please. Yeah. Okay, so basically, that like they saw, they found that these like electrons or neutrons mm-hmm. in in certain conditions, if you are observing it, it will appear as a wave. And if you're not observing it, it'll appear as like a static object or vice versa or something like that. But basically suggesting that just your act of observing it Mm -hmm. changes the actual particle. Yeah. Yeah. Do you... I, I Everyone follow? Yeah, okay. yeah I don't know if does. I explained it best. Why you look at me yeah. like, did you get that? I know that. Right? I know, but I ha- I didn't explain it as eloquently as I could have. Anyway. I no, you, I, you nailed yeah. it. You nailed you, it. The point being, it, yeah. by talking, by even observing the relationship or the date, 
you inherently change the fact that like something is is different about it. Yeah, right. Sure. And then maybe she'll be more self conscious dealing with you. Maybe yeah. that. Maybe For sure. Yeah. Possibly. He's yeah. going to yeah. describe my orgasm on the show in front of his mother. You know, that would be hard. <laughs> yeah. You know, you exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I kind of have to pick and choose when to. And our part, to share. And my yeah. partner, he has to be open about what I'm talking about. You know, he has right. to be like cool with that because if he's not supportive, then it's not going to work. Does that ever come up? It it occasionally comes up, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. very rarely. Yeah, he's kind of yeah. very open. He's an open person. That's right. great. So it think, works then. Yeah, and he's pretty yeah. supportive of what I'm doing. So he knows yeah. our mission here. I think one of my least favorite feelings, ironically, is is hooking up with someone and thinking that they could potentially be like talking shit about me to their friends afterwards. Sure. Mm. Yeah. Or right. even just having any interaction, thinking, "Oh my god, after this interaction, they're going to be." you know, right. talking behind my back in any yeah. way. So I kind of try to avoid that on, on our show. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's more of a teachable moment as opposed to being like, wow, that person sucked in bed. Right. Yeah. Right, of right. course. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Although, and hopefully self-deprecating. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's also something where it's like, if you want to know what I'm saying about you behind your back, it's on the podcast. Like it's yeah. all there. Yeah. yeah. There's no, there's no yeah. mystery here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no mystery. You get it. Yeah. yeah. No, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Well, so I guess kind of continuing on with, um, like you said, talking on this show has made you more comfortable talking with each other about sex and also probably just talking about it generally. Uh, And I I guess I'm wondering, like, have you found that talking about these sorts of things on the show and how like observing them changes them? Have you found that, uh, I guess for you, Cam, this one's mostly for you. Um, have Don't you respond, mom? <laughs> At all. You're you not can. Enough. You can give me the give me <laughs> the insights. Really fast. Yeah. Is that the question, mom. What the Just fuck? <laughs> no. The question is: like, Have you found that it's made it like easier or harder to? kind of get into more of a relationship instead of just casually dating or something, or like has has it changed it? Do you think? I think it's ah, uh, it's kind of a double edged sword. Mm-hmm. Um. I I think I put more onus on me to to really uh, not fuck up a little bit, you know. Mm. Like I kind of have to. I can't really just like go wild, like wild and crazy. Yeah. Uh, because I'm like, well, am I going to be comfortable talking about that on the show? Like, I I don't know. And then on what the do you other mean, hand, wild and crazy, like sex sex. There's, I mean, I am an open book, so it would be like with with this whole thing. So it would be very hard for me to go and do something that I typically wouldn't do that. Like I, it, in a way it's harder to get out of my comfort zone mm, because you know, you're going to talk about it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. That's interesting. Uh, but on the other hand, it has definitely improved my communication skills, which then makes it easier for me to relate yeah, to someone. Good. Yeah. Interesting. With the lucky land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For a long time now, we've been fans of AdamandEve.com for getting sex toys or lingerie or accessories, things like that. It's just a fantastic resource with a huge selection. And now, not only do we have a fantastic offer, but we also 
have a promo code that will work on adammail.com and evestoys.com, which are their site specifically for LGBTQ audiences. And our code is fantastic. It's 50% off of almost any item in the store and free discreet shipping when you use our code MULTI. Yes, we love adamandeve.com and have for years. They are our oldest and longest sponsor, and they just keep on giving great gifts to us and to our listeners. You can bring more pleasure and satisfaction into your bedroom by going to adamandeve.com, adammail.com, or evestoys.com and select any one item. It can be, you know, an adventurous new toy or anything you desire, something fun, something sexy, whatever sounds good. So just enter offer code MULTI at checkout and you'll get 50% off almost any item plus free shipping. That's MULTI, M-U-L-T-I at adamandeve.com, adammail.com or evestoys.com. This is an exclusive offer that is specific to this podcast and it's better than any offer that is currently available on their site. So again, use code MULTI to get you not just the 50% discount, but also the 100% free shipping. Code M-U-L-T-I. Yeah, I mean... I guess part of, well, I guess, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to do a different question. That's kind of, kind of related. Uh, and maybe this is for both of you. This is for both of you actually. So I think that, um, it, most people are afraid of talking about sex, right? They just don't do it. Even with their partners, people tend to kind of like yes. innuendo and hints and you can't just like freaking say what you mean. Yeah. Right. And I think that what I've noticed of like, of the sex positive community tends to be also made up of people who are less likely to be as focused on things like monogamy or finding the one or kind Mm -hmm. of the mythology that sort of goes along with relationships and sex. Mm -hmm. Um, Because you kind of take away a little bit of the like mystery or the, the, like I want to say magic and I mean that in a bad way. The, like, like the idealism. Of, when you, you give know? something more power than it actually has. Mm-hmm. Um, Meaning like it, that people should just believe like, oh, well, if I'm going to have sex with you, like it'll automatically be magical and perfect and wonderful without needing besides, to talk about it in a specific way. Yeah. Or even just the fact that we had sex at all means some sort of cosmically meaningful thing rather mm. than like maybe we have meaning together. Maybe we don't. We also had sex. Maybe it Those was great. Maybe it wasn't. But, yeah. but that one doesn't necessarily mean the other. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I guess what I'm, where I'm trying to go with all this is, I wonder if that's changed, kind of your your feelings or your thoughts about that kind of stuff, about like finding the one, or about soulmates, or needing mm. strict monogamy, or things like that. Because mm. like most people. I feel like you get into a relationship where you get married and you put your head in the sand and you pretend your partner never had sex with anyone else. Right. Anyone who dates you knows, <laughs> right? They can go to episode yeah. 112. <laughs> right. You're another person who had sex. Right. With like you, you can't pretend you haven't had partners before them. Right. Right. And, um, and I never understood that because I yeah. got totally turned on when I, my partner told me about all the people he had sex with. I mean, oh. I'm, like, I'm, I'm like, tell me more. I want every single detail. He'd be like, I don't feel like, and I'm like, oh, but tell me more. It turns me on. I want to know. Fascinating. Yeah. And I'm like, well, he's desirable for someone else. You yeah. Know, that, that's mm-hmm. a turn on to me. Yeah. I guess I never felt that way about. Yeah, so maybe but you were I, there I, already. I mean, yeah, I'm a kind of like a traditional monogamy person, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. So far, <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I guess I, I haven't really lost my idealism. Mm-hmm. I think I still am striving to have like the sex that I have tends to be, or I want it to be more meaningful mm-hmm. and more connected. 
um, I'm aware that I'm capable of having just physical sex and, Mm -hmm. you know, it means very little afterwards except kind of leaves me feeling like, oh, it could have been better. Mm -hmm. Um, But I still strive for that, you know, romantic ideal, I think. Now, can you tell me more about that? Like, what is that romantic ideal? Because I don't mean to imply that I'm saying, like, that disconnected sex is the best sex or something. Mm-hmm. I don't mean that at all. Like, I'm, like, I, I agree with you that there's a different quality between, like, being very emotionally connected with someone versus not. Mm-hmm. But I guess in terms of the romantic ideal for you, what all, what all does that involve? Like, what else is part of that? I get, I get, I, the relationship doesn't is less important to me is, is the, just the feeling of being seen and seeing the other person and then uniting, right. you know, physically be, through that. Right. So that's kind of the ideal. Okay. But does that in your, in your mind, I'm just like psychoanalyzing you here. Does that come along with it? This idea of, well, eventually I'll find this one who will satisfy me enough that I'll want to be with them all the time. Or like that, that kind of mythology or that sort of um, idea. Like, is that something that you do find you're still looking for or has that changed? Or were you never? I would change the trajectory I, of the show a little bit, possibly. Yeah, this is actually something I've been thinking a lot about. Yeah, because yeah. I'm like, well, what the fuck happens if I get into like a very committed relationship? Yeah, right. you can't do it, Cam. Exactly. <laughs> You're like, we I'm did. sorry, only one of us can. And it's in your contract. You. You're not Honestly, to, yeah. we had I had a six month relationship like yeah. a couple years ago. The show was so boring then. I wanted. To <laughs> oh my goodness, she's like the first few episodes are juicy because yeah. I'm like, holy shit, what's right. going on yeah, here? Yeah, yeah. Like, I can't talk about this. I'm like, oh shit, I can't talk about this, and you can't talk about that. What, what <laughs> the fuck are we gonna talk about? Interesting. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I, but I do. I think I, it would be nice to have at least one partner who I can feel very connected with, mm-hmm. you know? Like you do two partners? If, I'll start with one. He, clearly, you guys are comfortable with more than one, yeah. but like yeah. one would be great. And then <laughs> if we can start adding more, you know, and if everyone is excited, then maybe that works. I don't know. Interesting. But yeah, it doesn't, yeah. there's no ideal in that sense of how many partners or, you know. He's very picky. I, yeah. Okay. Looking, for, looking for one yeah. would be great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, right. I actually admire you guys because when I was single, I was like, oh my God, I just couldn't find a guy I'd want to even go out with more than once. Mm. I mean, that, that is challenging. It's not, sometimes. yeah. So how yes. you have more than two or three people in your life, that's, that's really challenging to find someone. That, I, I mean, I have a hard time getting through the one partner I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we have found that in some ways it takes a little bit of pressure off of that one relationship, you know, yeah, because I it, see that, would, that would be yeah. helpful. like, oh, he's bothering me today. I'll go with that other person. <laughs> Maybe not quite like that, but, but you know, it's like, I have certain things that this partner loves to do with me and this other one maybe likes to do different things instead of like, we've heard this a ton. Yeah. 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 Oh, have you had other people on oh, your show that are totally really? Yeah, yeah, yeah that are yeah. non-monogamous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, interesting. It seems these days no one's monogamous. Yeah. <laughs> really? Like, we're we're, we're the like, monogamous yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. 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 We're the unicorns at this point. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> right. I still believe in monogamy. Believe it or not, I don't even know if I am. So maybe you're the only unicorn. No, I don't. I definitely am not <laughs> just right, preaching so, like everyone needs to be monogamous. Yeah. I don't know if that's the right move at all. Right. The bachelorettes yeah. were, they were monogamous. Okay, they, they were monogamous. But they weren't when they were on the show. That's, 
you have to listen to the podcast to hear that one. Oh, hey. oh right. there get the you go. I know I'm interested on that. <laughs> yeah. And that's like very kind of exhibitionist. Like here's my, you know, entire dating life on yeah. screen for six weeks or whatever. I know. That's fascinating. Yeah. 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 Very interesting. Yeah. Like that being in terms of like an observed relationship changing and so like manufactured and like production thrown at it. Like yeah. what a weird, what a weird thing. I can't what even imagine. a weird yeah. thing. Yeah. How does anything substantial come from this? I have no yeah. idea. <laughs> and they're married. I have no idea. That's yeah. really amazing yeah. to me. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah, it does work like what? Like uh 20% of the time I thought that, I've heard. Oh I mean, wow. Maybe these guys are in love. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. really love in their partners. Wow. wow. Oh, good for them. Yeah, that's yeah. Great. maybe those producers are like the best dating app out there. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Well, you were saying the camp should <laughs> go know. on than The Bachelor. There you oh, go. Yeah. I just stand up comedian like... with a hit podcast. <laughs> yeah, everyone's gonna love it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I might be able to get on there, but I think I would go crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That, that's multi amory right there. There you go. And all those women. Exactly. Oh my god, oh boy, my that would be interesting. No, I think I would just be one of those contestants being like. What there are all these other guys I'm competing against? What? Oh. No, that's the bachelorette. If you were the bachelor, you have a bunch of bachelorettes out there that want you, and you have to pick which one to give a rose to. Right, right. you, you feel so bad for them. I, I can't pick one. They all feel bad if I do that. Yeah, this is this is true. I, I think it would be very just dis- <laughs> like very disconcerting and to be, be like you going, suck. Oh my god, I'm tearing my hair out. What do I do? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I would be yeah. bald by the end of it for sure. Yeah. No. It would definitely, <laughs> yeah. It would definitely be challenging for sure. <laughs> So do you see kind of the world at large, like moving in this direction of being able to talk about sex with people in general, just like their partners, their parents, whomever. And it, because obviously like America is still a very puritanical society yeah, and yeah, yeah, that permeates every inch of our culture still. Yeah. But yeah, I, I love like what you two are doing just because you're kind of breaking that mold in a really huge way. Thank you. Are you feeling, well, do you have kids? No. No. So if you had kids, would you feel comfortable talking to them about sex? Yes. I, I'm not, not ever going to have any, but, uh, my, my hope is that for like my friends or my siblings who have kids that even if they're not comfortable talking about it, that I can kind of help be that role of great. like, That's Hey, nice. if you need someone to go to, who's not your parent to yeah. like, that, talk about yeah, this stuff. Cool that's uncle. Great. I'm yeah. the cool uncle, right? That's, yeah, that's cool the hope. Uncle. We'll see if it turns out that's that way. Yeah. 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 Either that or I'm just like the weird uncle. They're like, Ooh, don't talk to, <laughs> don't talk don't to talk uncle to Jace. Jace. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? You have made comments recently though, that you're like, this, this country is getting you work is going backwards. Totally People not. are speaking yeah. less about well, sex. Well, right now yeah. it is in most ways. Yeah. No, it, yeah. It, it's totally backwards. It's just so bizarre. People are yeah. so like uptight and prissy and oh my god, it's just horrible. And yeah. and at the same time, the most, you know, popular video that I made on YouTube was about penis size. So, I mean, we need to talk about it. Yeah. It's like a conflict of we don't feel like we can talk about it, but everyone wants to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is really interesting. So with your parents, <laughs> so how, how we like how did that sex talk go? Which I mean, with just like which way you can de- either way. I I mean, it was a little rough at first in terms of like coming out as polyamorous during that time. That was challenging for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but like talking about sex, the first time that I had sex, I was like, I need to go to the gynecologist. 
my mom's like, well, I guess that means that you're going to have sex. And I was like, yeah, like, yes. And she's (laughs) like, well, it just, just relationships become so much harder then. And I'm like, I know, but we're going to do this now. Like, it's going to be all right. This method of deterrent is not working. Yeah. Next yeah. Next, next question. Yeah. I'm not, not going to stay abstinent. Like, I'm not going to yeah. abstain from sex. So here we go. We're going to do this. But it, it was challenging initially a little bit, especially the polyamory talk for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Those are kind of like two different conversations. I know. Yeah. I know that for me, like I kind of got to an age where I felt like my, my parents should have had the talk with me by now. So I actually approached my dad about it and I was like, Hey dad. So I think like it's time <laughs> you should, you, down. you should give dad, me the talk. Give me the talk. How <laughs> old am I? Words. Come on. Here's and, a book. Yeah. Let's talk about the pages. Well, you're the oldest child was, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, so were um, you like six years old when you did this? <laughs> no, I'm trying to remember how old I would have been. It yeah. was probably at maybe 13 or was like teenager or something like that. But I remember it was foreshadowing. Yeah, I guess so. But I remember we were sitting out on the front porch in the summer in Iowa and like had popsicles cause it was super hot in the middle of the day. And he's sitting there. He's like, huh, well, well, a penis is sort of like this popsicle. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. Seriously. That's what happens. That's, not, that's like not the direction it went, but he just made that joke out of nowhere. And I Were still like, like remember that. I bet you do. Horrifying. Hilarious. No, it cracked Clark. me up even okay. at the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then no, we like, it didn't, it didn't really have a lot of content to that. I feel like the most sex stuff I learned was from books actually that my mom got me that like her doctor, or I guess maybe it was like our pediatrician or something had recommended, like, these are some good books, you know, the like what's happening to my body book for boys or something like that. Um, yeah, I actually learned sure. a lot from it. Oh. I poured over those diagrams of, of <laughs> oh, naked people did. and, you I know, you you're always sexually oriented. Um, more like, like, more like very interested, yeah. curious, sexually like, curious, like nerdy about it maybe is, <laughs> is, is the thing. Cause I was saving myself for marriage and, uh, oh, wow. didn't have sex till I was a freshman in college. That's, um, that's well, not, I did too. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Uh, sophomore for me. <laughs> yeah. No, I was, I was not saving myself yeah. at all. Were you 18? I was 19. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, you're, yeah. Right. you're an old boy. I'm an old boy. Yeah. In terms of school. So maybe that's yeah. the key. You, you lose it when you're 19, you become crazy. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. 18, 19. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, my, my sex talk with my parents then was, was, was that it was about popsicles. Yeah. No, and it honestly, it, I feel like the actual content of it ended up being more about kind of being aware of what other people think about sex. And like, if you're alone with a girl, even if you're not doing something, people might think that you are and you need to be aware of that fact. And it was sort of a, a different angle, I think, than a lot of people have had in their you sex talk with their parents. I mean, sure. It was mostly scrambled. This is before we had good internet yeah, porn. Yeah, he's kind of you know. Uh, old. He looks like yeah. old. I know he does, yeah. but he's... I'm turning turning 37 no next way. month. Right? Look no at way. I know. Way. It's yeah. disgusting. Yeah. It's I'm 30. Good, yeah. Good genes. Yeah. I'm yeah. 31. Damn. So yeah. God. I know. But you're all you... the same age, and I'm just the old lady in the bunch. Here. No. <laughs> Maybe polyamory is the way to go. Yeah. It keeps you young. Yeah. Yeah. You Damn. Damn. Yeah. Oh my god. That, that and the drinking the blood of babies is always <laughs> yeah. wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't tell them about that. No. Yeah. That's. Yeah. You don't know about that. Oh, so you're that another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so do you have any live shows coming up? I know that one just passed. We have, yes. Yes. We just had one on June 10th. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the Hollywood Improv. But, so. yeah. you know, we do like once a month, every other month in LA awesome. if you're around. Oh, that's great. And you do them all in LA. Yes. You know, oh, nice. We've been up in San Francisco. We oh, won nice. Second City in Chicago. So we have. That's awesome. We do travel. We do yeah. travel. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. And that's then great. Can so, you pimp yourself out in any other way as well? Well, you can check us out. On Instagram at Sex Talk with My Mom, and wherever you're listening to this podcast, you can check us out. And Sex Patreon. Talk with My Mom. We have a Patreon, Patreon. page, yes. Patreon slash Sex Talk with My Mom. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Perfect. And then right. Stitcher, iTunes, all where fine podcasts are sold. Yeah, yeah. Yes. and uh, only and- subscribe, you guys. We'd love to know who's and tell us if you came from the Multi Amory Podcast. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Totally. Um, and also, I guess you could look up because we're going to be on your show, or yes. well, probably have already been on your show by the time this comes out. Uh, so yeah, uh, yeah, go check that out as well if you want to hear a totally, yeah, a totally different great. take. Yes. So check it out. That episode is our favorites. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, that's great. Yeah. Well, thank, thank you. you so much. Thank, thank you for having us on. This awesome. was awesome. Love it. All right, that was so awesome having the two of them on our show. Um, we're really interested to hear what you got out of that episode. Also, if you have listened to any of their stuff before, if you've maybe even seen them in person at one of their live shows, we would love to hear from you what you think about them. Um, and the best place to do that and to share your thoughts with other listeners is on this episode's discussion thread in our private Facebook group or Discord chat. You can get access to these groups and join our exclusive community by going to patreon.com slash multiamory. In addition, you can share with us publicly on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. You can email us at info at multiamory.com. Leave us a voicemail at 678-M-U-L-T-I-0-5. Or you can leave us a voice message on Facebook. Multiamory is created and produced by Dedeker Winston, Jace Lindgren, and me, Emily Matlack. Our episodes are edited by Mauricio Balbanera. Our social media wizard is Will McMillan. Our theme song is Forms I Know I Did by Josh and Anand from the Fractal Cave EP. The full transcript is available on this episode's page on multiamory.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.